Welcome to the That's Teaching Life podcast, where I help keep teachers motivated and inspired. Hey there, welcome along to another podcast episode of That's Teaching Life, where I help motivate, inspire, and help you become a better teacher entrepreneur, or at least that's what I hope. But from the feedback that I've been given, yes, people say that it is helping. So let's see what we're talking about today. Today's episode, I want to talk about, well, I titled the episode, I danced with Satan twice and got burnt. And you may be wondering, what the heck is this? I mean, what is this guy talking about? Well, you're going to find out today because this is something that I don't want you to do. I don't want you to go down this dark path, which I did, and go to the dark side. You see, what I'm going to reveal to you today is something that is super exciting. It's super um, engaging, and it's something that will entice you, and you will want to do it but it's something that can have grave consequences. Okay, so I've been teasing you a little bit uh, too much here. We're talking about dancing with Satan and getting burnt. Well, let me talk to you about this. You see, as a teacher entrepreneur, you know that building your, your community on, well, no, let me change that word, building your network on LinkedIn is really important because the more people you connect with, the greater chances you have of getting those elusive strategy sessions and converting those clients into paying clients. But it's a lot of work. I mean, realistically, we know that there's certain numbers that you cannot go over in LinkedIn before it um, triggers uh, sort of uh, alarm bells with LinkedIn. And the thing is that when you start to connect with people, I mean, like anything, it should be a gradual process. Because you see, if you start um, one day, you have a LinkedIn account that you haven't used in six months, and suddenly you start um, connecting with 60 people a day, that's going to trigger a uh, alarm bell with LinkedIn. But the truth of the matter is that trying to connect with 60 people a day and trying to answer messages is a really, really laborious task. I mean, realistically, between searching and connecting and messages, I would say 10 people a day is reasonable. And even then, once the excitement of doing these connections wears off, it becomes a chore. So in my pursuit of Um, working smarter, not harder, I discovered that there's a lot of automation tools that you can use for LinkedIn. And these tools would allow you to conduct a search and then get search results, input them into this online tool, customize the messages, the connection messages, and even customize follow-ups. I mean, this is a marketer's dream. Because when you think about it, all you have to do is do an initial search and then set up a few parameters and it goes and connects with these people. I was in love with this. And I tried two different systems. This was back probably in January of last year. So January, well, January of this year, depending when you're listening to it, I'm recording this in December 2022. But um, January of 
2022, I started with this system and it worked like gangbusters. I mean, I, I got a little bit cocky because I actually didn't do any connection requests for about six months and it was fantastic. I mean, imagine you just set it up at the beginning of the month. You say, I want to send 60 connection requests per day, 60 messages per day. You press start and you do nothing. I mean, that's pretty ideal, right? But everything comes at a price. Because as I mentioned earlier, LinkedIn has their algorithms. And I don't know how they work. So I'm just making this up as I go along. But if you have very little activity on your account and suddenly you're constantly uh, throughout the day or within an hour or two connecting with 60 people and sending 60 messages, that will send a signal to LinkedIn because nobody does that. I mean, let's be honest. Now, the other thing that I think that LinkedIn will also look at is, well, what is the activity of this account? It is just sending out messages and connection requests and it's not building out content and there's no interaction. So all of these algorithms will come together and they'll have a little algorithm meeting, I guess, in their AI world, <laughs> in their LinkedIn metaverse, and they will see that there's something up. Now, I didn't think about that because, I mean, I built my network possibly from 1,600 people to over 3,500 in a matter of six months. Now, under LinkedIn rules, they say that you cannot use any plugins, Chrome plugins, that modify the interface of LinkedIn because there are plugins that will do that, that will give you extra information. You cannot use any plugins that scrape their database. You cannot use any plugins that will reveal email addresses of people without their consent. You cannot use any automation tools. Now, how do they know if you're using automation tools? Well, the first thing is they detect the change in activity from very little activity to very fast activity. And this is one of the problems that I had, or one of the questions I had with one of the tools that I used was if you set it for 60 requests, profile views or uh, connection requests, it would do them every two minutes. Now, realistically, would somebody spend two minutes on a profile, then go to the next profile, then the next profile, then the next profile? The software companies say that they emulate um, the behavior of a human, but I don't know whether that's a human. I mean, I would have preferred, personally, if it would do the 60 over six hours. I think that would be more randomized, but this software didn't do it. Um, they themselves, the software company, would talk about creating fake accounts. And the reason to, to create a fake account was that their policy would be that you would have an automated, automated system that would do all the connections, send out messages and say, hey, I'm just uh, uh, networking for Richard Butler in this case. Um, and if you're interested in a meeting, just send, uh, you know, you'd send your, your Calendly link, etc. Now, that didn't sit well with me. And I guess, I guess the, the thought of doing things so much easier was really in my mind. And that's why I, I, I went for the tool. I didn't see all of the warning signs. 
And for six to seven months, this worked like gangbusters. And then one day, I went to uh, my LinkedIn page, and it had logged me out. And I logged in, and it said, we've noticed um, high activity on your account, which is suspicious, and we're suspending your account for an hour. So I thought, okay. I go back an hour later, and it said, we continue to see high activity. We're suspending it for 24 hours. And 24 hours later, they said, we're suspending it, I think it was for a week. My heart sank because I had invested heavily in some training to do with LinkedIn. And now it was August and I had been banned. I mean, I was in a panic. Uh, I had said it to my wife, look, I did this. It was a bit of stupidity, blah, blah, blah. Now, I did find that tweeting um, the LinkedIn help account or the, the support account that they have on Twitter did help. And I pleaded and I said, look, I don't know what's happening. I'm not using these tools. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the other. Um, and eventually, after a while, they created a case number for me because they say, if you have a problem, go to the help desk. But the problem is I couldn't go to the help desk because it wouldn't let me uh, log into my LinkedIn. And eventually they unblocked my account. I stopped using all automation. That was my first dance with Satan. My second dance then came probably in October. I thought, I'll give it a try again. But this time I'm going to be clever. This time I'm only going to send out 10 invites a day or 15 invites a day and 15 messages. And it worked like gangbusters. And this software that I've been using now had an email plugin that allowed you to tag your contacts, that allowed you to send reminders when you wanted to be reminded of them. And I thought I was the dog's bollocks. I thought, now I have it under control. There's no way they're going to... Um, they're going to to ban me because I'm only using um, 10 connections, whatever it may be. And then I'm logged out and I go to log in again and it says your account has been banned. Now, I immediately at that point shut everything down. I opened up a request. I said, no, no, you can see that I'm posting good content, etc. because I was. And they let me back in. But I have got rid of every single automation software that I was using um, at that time. And I won't go back to it. I mean, it's a slow process. I mean, there's now there are literally weeks where I don't do my connections and I have to get back into the whole connection process because it's super important. But I'm telling you, do not use automation tools. Do not use, be careful even with your VA if they're using uh, if they're connecting too quickly, etc., because LinkedIn really is our lifeblood until we scale up and you don't want to cut off that source. Now, I always like to give you a key takeaway at the end of the podcast. <laughs> and the key takeaway here is that in this case, there is no shortcut because since we're talking about technology, LinkedIn's technology is clever enough to know when we're trying to game the system. I mean, if you do consistent um, connection requests, 50 connection requests, seven days a week, 
they're going to suss out that there's no way that you have time to do everything. Plus, they will know if you're logging in from different uh, systems. I mean, how is the guy, you know, posting on his mobile and at the same time he's making connection requests? So the key takeaway is don't think about building your network. Think about building your community because you can have 10,000 people in your network, but if they're not engaging with you, that is absolute useless crap that you have on your network. So key takeaway, do not automate. And of course, I like to finish with call to action. So my call to action is think about building a community. Think about posting on a regular basis. Think about finding maybe, even if it's only 10 people a week to connect with, but 10 really good people. And don't fucking dance with Satan. Uh, don't do it. It is so tempting. It is, I mean, mm, I really want to go back to it, but I will not. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast to be kept up to date when I release new episodes.